0: Good morning. This is the Bottom Rock Podcast. Today's episode is going to be about the mental health zone number two. I'm going to touch in a little bit about number four and how I've been building out this concept that I mentioned a couple episodes ago because it's really connecting with the different people. uh, And I've been trying to work on different concepts uh, through the years working with concussion clients, working with kids, working with adults. And it's been quite interesting through the clinic now with this concept of being able to communicate with people a little bit easier as they know that life is a little bit more of a spectrum versus a diagnosis. And so the concept of the mental health zones is allowing people to see where they're at on the spectrum Are they sliding out of zone three, the optimal zone, down into zone two? What can they use? Can they use uh, stretching techniques, exercise, or are they getting more irritated and uh, progressing up into zone four with the irritability? And we've been seeing it lately with the clinic. Uh, The last two weeks has had another pattern kind of show up. Um, Previously, I mentioned a pattern where there was people coming in with a lot of neck tension, particularly around the holidays uh, last December and January. A lot of people had the neck tension in through the, the right side neck, the, the phrenic nerve I mentioned before. That phrenic nerve comes out of the mid-neck, goes down into um, the bottom of the heart diaphragm and top of the stomach. And it was giving people a lot of headaches, heartburn jaw pain uh, and shoulder and right side shoulder and uh, into the wrist and so this new thing that's kind of coming up uh, for this time of the year for what's happening with the world with finances tax season um, coming out of easter people's low back a lot of people's low back uh, over 80 percent of the clients coming in have had this kind of lumbar sensation, pain, their back gave out, their back um basically they put their socks on uh or they lifted some weights and the back just kind of gave out or went out is usually how it's described. And so and it's impacted by a few things. So it's impacted by what I'm seeing with this mental zone too. There's a lot more um, sadness and depression. Um, They're not validating their emotions. Um, A lot more negative self-talk lately in in this kind of group. And then what they're leaning towards is those comfort foods. And that actually impacts the anatomy because especially at uh, L4, L5, those last two vertebrae just atop of the tailbone, uh, which is your sacrum, and it's giving mostly the, the left side low back pain, uh, kind of going into the top of the glute. Um, so the superior gluteal nerve, the, their bum isn't kind of contracting enough um, because of that rotation. And it's being caused by the food because the intestines are inflaming. Um, and some of this comes down to receptivity. Receptivity is quite interesting because we might hear the message around us all the time, but it's how it's coming into our into our awareness. Um, that typical like I never see a red car, or I never see a, a type of uh, a, yeah bird or a bike or or something. And as soon as you want to like see a red car. Uh, you want to go buy that vehicle, or get a motorcycle, or or get something. Uh, all of a sudden, you start seeing red cars, motorcycles, or a blue jay, or something um, like fifteen times in your day, and and you didn't notice that before. And so, it's it's the amount of uh, uh, receptivity, it's the open mindedness that we've been working on with the people. Um, the impact of food on their physical pain, food on the anatomy um, because of the inflammation. And so the general concept of higher sugars, um, most dairies, uh, even the alternative dairies like the soy milk or the almond milk, they have a lot of gums in them. Um, The gums or the soy lecithin, uh, the different ingredients in the alternative milks increase the inflammation. The higher sugar content increases the inflammation in the intestine. What that does, especially on the left side, because of how the colon, the, in, the large intestine and descending colon uh, run along the, the lateral wall of your abdomen, um, the outside wall. It it inflames and it pulls you forward. So then it starts pulling that anatomy forward, which will give um, tension on the low back because then those muscles have to work harder to pull you more upright to to fight gravity. Um, people reach for these comforting foods uh, to soothe themselves while they're going through this kind of lower phase, and. It's uh, really important because at this time of year, people are trying to get a little bit more motivated. I know on Sunday, there's the BMO Marathon in Vancouver, uh, and many of the people are contemplating like pulling out of the the event, um, the half marathon, the 10K, or the full marathon, but we worked with them uh, quite extensively the last two weeks to work on uh, the description of the the pain sensations, where they're at uh, emotionally, uh, their coping strategies, um, the exercise methods, the breathing techniques, and the anti-inflammatory foods, and so, kind of di- to dissect that and, and move through that, the the group of runners, oftentimes have a lot of different um, kind of mental uh anxieties uh mental stressors uh mental movements and so um i know a lot of people make the joke to them uh they're running like away from their their stress but they're actually running with the stress and the running is allowing them to have the the rumination space have the isolation to to work through some of their challenges with work work through the and navigate the the stressors in their relationships in their finances Uh, like i said with tax season with changing in the market space with covid fees and covid debt coming up at the end of the year a lot of people are starting to slowly uh feel that pressure And it's making them feel more sadness, uh, more disappointment, more grief. And it's important to acknowledge these feelings and and seek the support and have the self compassion uh, while growing this um, and developing the growth mindset. And the exercise, just because you're out there on the road or in the trails, uh, some of these um, turmoil thoughts pop up and uh it impacts the anatomy and so with the concept that i've been building up um the mental health zones are directly related with the fascia zones uh and fascial lines and then the the organ meridians with traditional chinese medicine i studied um the naturopathic medicine at the canadian college of naturopathic medicine in toronto um for a number of years I graduated, didn't become licensed, um, but I still learned a lot of that information uh, through the athletic therapy and being taught by osteopaths and doing the contemporary medical acupuncture program at McMaster in Hamilton, Ontario. We learned a lot um, from Mark Scabatigi and and Mike Prebag, and. dr carmen stylo a chiropractor we worked a lot with the fascial lines um thomas Myers' fascial trains is a is an excellent book for anybody who's interested in how the body connects from your fingertips to the top of your head down to your toes and how uh, the body moves uh, through these different lines <clears throat> and um everything is interconnected and can influence one another so by targeting these specific lines and applying like manual anatomy techniques and tactics to relieve tension or to activate certain muscles, our overall mental well-being can be improved. The anatomy, the emotion, nutritional Chinese medicine—they um, all demonstrate the importance of holistic approach to mental health, and these mental health zones. Um, when we understand the concept of the relationship between these different elements we're able to then use very specific efficient targeted interventions for each mental zone and to promote our overall uh, well-being and our emotional balance so specifically for zone two uh connecting these dots seeing this living it feeling it working with people on a daily basis zone two is lower than zone three we want to be ideally in that optimal zone three uh just like our aerobic training but sometimes life throws you all kinds of different challenges and we we drop in we, we we're not sure where to go we need that longer term vision um through that sadness that can increase to depression um and we can move through mild sadness, moderate sadness and then uh dysthymia, lethargy and then get into depression. Once you get into depression, people throw this term around a lot, but depression takes 2 to 3 years to actually move out of. So if you're just going away for a weekend and and you think that that's going to help your depression, Uh, It can help support the depression. But if you're kind of back into uh, a normal state of mind after that long weekend, then check on that dramatic language of, of having depression, because somebody who's actually going through depression a weekend doesn't fix it. They might be slightly more revived after that weekend, but they're still in that more lethargic state in the dysthymic state. And so. Getting back to the anatomy here um, and the influence of Zone 2 on the anatomy, the Thomas Myers train, um, the superficial front line, uh, and the lungs are key elements in this zone. So in traditional Chinese medicine, the lungs are associated with grief and sadness. And by working on the fascial lines, and stimulating the meridian points connecting to the lungs can help relieve and alleviate the sadness and um, the lethargy and and into the depression, and we can warm this. Oftentimes we see people who are smoking, who like to smoke um, tobacco or cannabis. They are generally more in that zone 2 state, in that um, uh, lung meridian state, and you look at this person, they're often kind of off to the side, uh, smoking, their, their legs are crossed at their ankles, they're ruminating, they're looking down or they're looking away. They're kind of deep in their thoughts. And that smoke in the, from the tobacco or the cannabis or the vape, it warms those lungs. It's like a, a nice hug to the lung. And that's what's actually going to alleviate, yes, the nicotine and the, the chemicals and stuff are going to help the brain a- and help them get more energy and um, help with some of the tensions, but emotionally and um, mentally, there's also that, like, and physically, there's that soothing sensation. And we can uh, work on this also with the fascia. The fascia is that uh, thin sheath over all the muscles, all the tendons, all the bones, and uh, all the organs. And it it moves through the different regions. And I would encourage you during this phase, just like that smoke, um, which is not exactly a healthy um, support system, uh, to warm the areas, to help soothe and encourage the blood flow, um... During this this phase, often the blood flow, the blood pressure, the, the vascular movement is not as high as it is in zone 4 and 5. Um, so I often encourage people to use a warm magnesium oil, a topical warming cream such as Rub A535. A warm pack is helpful um, in comforting during uh, this zone for additional muscle and pain support. So this superficial front line, it runs from the bottom of the jaw along the, the front of the neck and then it cuts across the, the front of the chest and then down over the hips. Uh, the key organ with this is the lungs. Uh, and so you can do your own manual anatomy tactics of applying some gentle pressure and massage to the chest the intercostal muscles. So kind of working that those spaces in between the ribs and the diaphragm, uh, you can YouTube just kind of diaphragm releasing and all of these things will encourage deep breathing to help move oxygen, uh, increase blood flow, get the nice rich iron that's, um, circulating throughout your body and from your diet, get that attached to those red blood cells, and that will actually then start to help the, the mood, the oxygen, the iron, the energy production, ATP production, um, all those cells start to get a little bit more excited and, and then bring you um, kind of out of that, like, darker state. And so that's kind of the physical movement side of it. The, like the, the things that you can do for yourself, just kind of how, like, a, a cat... Um, cleans itself. A, a dog uh, cleans itself. Um, it soothes and, l- and licks its wounds. Um, those are kind of the, those nice soothing tactics that you can do for yourself. Uh, the gentle warming massage um, for your muscles across your chest, uh, into the hips, across the neck, that kind of thing. But then there's the the expression of the sadness. Um, people get this often. Uh, in those long winter months, I know out here in Vancouver, we had those uh, significantly long winter, um, a lot more rain, uh, even statistically a bit more rain than usual. Uh, we're now into May, uh, similar to last year, where it didn't really warm up until kind of late July. And, and so it's kind of just wearing on people. And I, and I like to draw upon some of the methodologies used by freud or victor frankel or carl young um, for expressing the sadness and the depression and i i've kind of coined these two like uh kind of ways to express it to somebody is there's an ice cold expression of of sadness and then there's a dark expression of depression and so the The expression of the sadness with the ice cold expression of sadness is characterized by emotional numbness, withdrawal, uh, or a lack of energy or motivation. You're just not really getting motivated to do the things you like to do. Um, So one way that we can get through this is engaging in activities that bring joy, a sense of accomplishment. Uh, I know for myself, I've been uh, trying to get more into the NHL playoffs. Uh, I've been getting outside a little bit more. Uh, getting into some gardening planting some vegetables that kind of thing Uh, practice the mindfulness the meditation to connect with your emotions and thoughts and that's where the receptivity comes in so believe that inner thought that comes across um, on the positive side try to ignore that negative side and when that negative side that negative mindset pops up ask like what are you trying to accomplish what what is this negative feedback? Where is it coming from? Where, uh, why is it there? And then simply ask it to go away, and, and just p- focus on those positive thoughts and those positive feedback um, from from other people and from yourself that you've heard over the years. Uh, I would encourage you to do, have some open communication and active listening within the family or or with uh, your close friends um, to help foster some understanding and empathy and then uh, definitely seek some professional help from a, a therapist a psychologist um, to understand some of the underlying issues if they're kind of still stuck there and you're having trouble uh, moving past some of this negative talk because um, that just kind of keeps you down it kind of keeps you stuck in the mud Uh, and and sometimes um, we're not hearing or we're not witnessing what's kind of keeping us down Uh, we don't have the specific angle so sometimes a third party or even a fourth party a fifth party will kind of be able to shed light on, on what's happening and then the difference between that the ice cold expression of sadness and the dark disp- the expression of depression is that uh, the expression of depression is characterized by more of the intense feelings of sadness the, the much more intense feelings of hopelessness and more despair uh, which is a d- definitely a different elevation um, through the spectrum from like just lack of energy or motivation there's like a true feeling of despair and when you're at that level you're, they're further down the spectrum of, of zone 2 you're moving out of that moderate sadness you're moving into that um, dysthymia and lethargy and uh, getting into the depression the key here is really developing a daily routine um, to ro- provide structure and a sense of control often um, oftentimes when you're not kind of getting the concept of of um the long-term vision that's required to get through school or the long-term vision that's required to get through divorce or get through something significantly challenging uh you feel out of control that's when people's um depression kind of comes in more and floods in more and so connecting with nature uh going through the walk spending time outdoors will improve mood there's all kinds of data that um, shows that the oxygen and uh, the everything to do with nature uh, improves and lifts overall well-being and I absolutely encourage you to have some good social support but have it really quality social support so uh, friends and family, there'll be all kinds of triggers with people saying irritating things or saying very disruptive things that can kind of get you to spiral for a bit. But I have a, a couple of quality people that you can lean on, even if it's for a short period of time—a quick phone call, a text, uh, something to do, uh, having a laugh, uh, sharing some old memories—to um, and. And sometimes you can kind of lean on those people to help navigate the feelings of isolation or loneliness or loss of control or confusion. And when we do this, this will help uh, have a practical outlet um, for yourself and, and for your family. And there's different things that we can do at different stages to express this. Uh, like I said, there's um, the exercise or the breathing techniques before. I think that, and what I've lived through the uh, with the clinic and, and with um, my own different life challenges, there are times to do, say, yoga and strength training, um, or tai chi, uh, or different aerobic exercises and there's other times to do more impactful things so when you're moving from the mild sadness um, the light aerobic exercise swimming getting into the pool getting into the ocean or the river that helps um, move that sensation and that actually that working effort increases as you get into more moderate sadness where you need to kind of Burn it off a bit more. You need a little bit more oxygen, you need a little bit more of that kind of runner's high. And then um, going into the strength training as you're going through the dysthymia, some breathing techniques you can do at each one of these phases the mild sadness, you can go through diaphragmatic breathing, um, box breathing with the moderate sadness, or the dysthymia, like a four, seven, eight uh, breathing technique. Um, and then um, the Alternate um, nostril breathing just kind of gets you help focused on um, being tuned in with you as a person with uh, your lung movement, and then oftentimes when you um, move th- from the breathing, uh, I find that you can actually tune in with your heart rate and you can uh, contain your heart rate, you can elevate it or you can suppress it into. Uh, move it to where you need to and these kind of tactics the movement of the exercise and the breathing um, will help influence that soothing from moving out of those like darker the darker winter days the challenging days back up into zone 3 so warming your body up warming your lungs up um getting you back into that kind of optimal zone which is still a spectrum uh, and kind of getting you into that healthy mindset more enjoyable activities setting short realistic goals maintaining a balanced lifestyle um, and then that will help you get through um, the planning phase and into uh, a more supportive uh, phase of your life Food-wise, um, anti-inflammatory foods, I think, are key. Uh, the research that I've done, I think, are key. Keep it clean. I personally, I'm a blood type O, so I, I benefit from more animal protein, protein. Um, what, anytime I go off of the animal protein I get a little bit more lethargic generally I get a little bit more iron deficient I can see it in my eyelids I can see it in my kind of my body I can feel it in my uh, eyes and my and my um, aerobic capacity as I' as I'm doing cardiovascular work so I'll I'll do dark leafy green vegetables I'll do um some more Swiss chards. I like broccolini uh, that like is good for my digestion. I'll do uh, more broccoli and um, not too many uh, like not cauliflower or anything like that. That doesn't really agree with me um, because of the sulfur production. But the 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 best salad that I've made lately. Um, I'll do a jalapeno pepper. I'll do, um, the shredded broccoli, uh, mixed with, um, some snap peas, and then I will add usually an apple or a pear, um, mix in some Mexican chili, uh, powder, um, some black pepper, a little bit of, um, salt, iodized salt for the iodine for the thyroid, and then, um, Uh, about a tablespoon or two of, um, lemon concentrate or lime concentrate with, uh, apple cider vinegar and then some olive oil. I like to blend that all together. I like to mix it with my hands, kind of, um, squeeze out the vegetables a little bit, soften them up, let it sit there on the counter while I make the rest of the food. Then I'll do a, a nice steak or, um, Um, gamier meats or seafood, a nice fatty fish uh, so that I'm getting more omegas, I'm getting the iron I'm getting the micronutrients and then uh, a bit of carbs so um, some long grain like purple rice or black rice uh, or a really basic um, pure pasta with just flour, water, salt as the ingredients Usually go to this uh, Italian little um, kind of kiosk to get these uh, the pasta um, because other pastas have like too many ingredients and that's harder to digest. And then uh, if you're needing a little bit of sweet too, some dark chocolate um, or, or one great recipe is crushing up some avocados with some cocoa nibs, some um, cocoa powder, and then blending that and creating a um, dark chocolate pudding it's a really healthy um, dessert or something on a a weekend that's awesome for recovery helpful for energy and um it's it's awesome addition to the meal so that's kind of how i generally eat during this kind of a phase um I'll be putting up some of those recipes continuously onto the website from the clinic, ActiveSolutionsMedicine.com, um, to help support this movement. When, when people are receptive to the information and they're starting to see the connection, they really get benefit w- within a couple of days of their low back pain, they really get the benefit, uh, and sometimes it goes into their hips um, from the anatomy. And so, when they start eating in that anti inflammatory way, they start adapting some of their exercise techniques, adapting some of that uh, emotional expression, their pain just kind of dissipates and they forget they have pain. I actually remind them of their low back pain or their hip pain. On their second visit or their third visit, because their pain is then like moved somewhere else, um, it, it moved kind of up the chain, up into the neck or in into a a distal uh, part of the body from that anatomy connection. And so, try some of these techniques. Try kind of tuning in, talking to your pain checking in with where you're at with your relationship with your professional development with some of the challenges see where you're at with your diet are you having too much wheat are you having too many sugars are you having too many uh too much dairy are you eating a little bit too much for your emotions and what can you do because it will impact your pain it will impact your performance and it'll impact your your mood um greatly add the outdoor work add the nature get out into nature at least twice a week for 20 minutes 40 minutes 50 minutes something which will get you out there obviously longer is better Uh, a couple hours would be awesome but obviously that's not possible um, in certain geographical locations or or busy schedules and then find some time to do some breathing techniques And again, be gentle with yourself and see that it's a spectrum. So kind of get that longer term vision so that you can move from the from that darker depression or that icy cold sadness and move into more of that uh, zone three. And um, just lastly, some of the mindset examples that I like to share I like to kind of look at things occasionally with like humor with motivation or historically with kind of a a Buddhist mindset or a stoic mindset and um, so I'll look up different quotes a motivational quote would be I will not be defined by my struggles I will rise above them a Buddhist quote for zone 2 is more Pain is an inevitable, but suffering is optional. So do yourself a favor, essentially, and exercise, eat, and sleep as as best as you can and communicate. A stoic mindset example would be what we fear doing most is usually what we most need to do. And what we need to do is support ourselves as we move through this. And lastly, a humorous kind of mindset structure is I may be feeling down but at least I'm not a depressed potato kind of a cheesy dad joke Um, but sometimes we need those uh, to kind of get through different challenges so thank you today I hope some of that um, zone reference is kind of helping you connect the dots between mind body and spirit and uh, Some of the next episodes, I'm going to go into Zone 4 and 5 and then um, Zone 1. Zone 1 is where I was with the podcast and how it started. Um, That bottom rock, Zone 2, you can have a little bit more anxiety because you're in that like losing phase, uh, the loss of control phase. Uh, but zone one is that recovery phase of healing kind of post-op postpartum post-divorce post post money challenges all that kind of stuff that that real kind of long-term vision phase and so um, in the next episode i'll discuss some of the zone four that kind of higher anxiety phase the panicky phase and some of the cooling techniques that we could do for our nervous system and our body so we can get back down into zone three. Thank you. That is the bottom rock.